What's going on? Cesar Rodriguez here. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how to be 10 times bolder in multiple areas of your life. I'm going to give you specific examples and share with you the kind of payoff that you can expect to get when you start living this B10XB life, baby. So let's get it. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. I'm so bold. Yo, I'm so bold. Welcome to be 10 times bold. The show dedicated to helping you become a 10 times bolder, more badass version of your already awesome self. And now, your host, Caesar. What's going on? Cesar Rodriguez here, and welcome to Be 10 Times Bolder, the show dedicated to helping you become a 10 times bolder and more badass version of your already awesome self. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you some very specific ways on how you can be 10 times bolder in your life, what it actually means to be bolder and 10 times bolder, and what it doesn't mean. And I'm going to share with you the insane ROI of B10XB, the return on investment of being 10 times bolder. I'm going to share with you specific examples. I'm really excited about this episode because I'm going to get a chance to share some pretty fun stories that will really open up your mind as to the potential of really what you can be, what you can have, the type of life that awaits you that's just around the corner of you making a few bold decisions in your life. I'm going to share with you some stuff from my own life, from other people's lives, from other people that have heard this type of message and have just committed to being bolder in their life. Because look, when you think about it, everything that you're happy about, excited about, or grateful for came as a result of a bolder moment, right? There was a fork in the road and you chose to take the bolder path or the weaker path. And an interesting little fun fact for you, in life, it's not typically the things that we do that we regret. It's the things that we don't do that we regret. We don't want to go through life wondering what if. Listen, the richest place on the earth are the graveyards. People have died with their dreams still inside them. Solutions to problems that we have had for years, unbelievable inventions, possibly cures to diseases, have died with people because they didn't get out of their comfort zone and they didn't push the envelope and they didn't take enough risks to go for it, to put themselves out there or to try it. Listen, you don't want to go through life wondering what if. When the book of life is written on you, let it show your wins, let it show your losses, but don't let it show that you didn't play. Don't be afraid to strike out. The strikeout king is also usually the home run king, just like with Babe Ruth. I mean, not only was he the home run king, but he was also the strikeout king. I mean, the guy swung hard. He was either striking out or he was hitting it out of the park. That's how you make history, baby. You go for it. You swing that bat and you don't worry about whether or not you strike out because at the end of the day, it's not really a failure. It's just a learning experience. It's not a stumbling stone. It's just a stepping stone. The mistakes that you've had in the past have shaped you to be the person that you are today for better or for worse. Now, how it actually shapes us is all a matter of our own mindset, right? The same thing can happen to two different people and have two two entirely different outcomes. In fact, there's an interesting story about these two brothers, right? There were these two twins and their father actually committed some crimes and was locked up and was very abusive. And he was this really, really bad father. Now the twins ended up kind of going their separate ways. And one of them was found to be in the jail and he had led a life of crime like his father. And when asked, what is it that 
got you to this situation? Why are you here? And he said, well, how else should I have ended up? My father was a criminal and left us as a child. He was a horrible father and then he left. Of course I'm here. But what's really interesting about that story is when they interviewed the other brother and they said, wow, look at you. He was happy. He was successful. He was a great father. He had a happy marriage and kids. And they said, my goodness, you turned out so much differently than your brother. What, what was the difference? What happened? And he said, well, how else would I have lived? I mean, my father abused us when we were younger. He was a criminal and he ended up in jail. How else would I have turned out? It was the same father, the same situation, but one person used it as an excuse and the other person used it as their reason. Hey, this is why I need to be an amazing father. This is why I need to be an amazing husband. This is why I need to be successful because my father wasn't and I saw the pain that it caused and the hurt and the heartache. So obviously, I have to break that cycle and do something different. Obviously, I was driven to this. It's like Jim Rohn once famously said, it's not the blowing of the wind that determines our destination in life. It's the sets of the sail. There are ebb and flows to this life, but it's always the same throughout time. Opportunity mixed with difficulty. Once again, another great Jim Rohn quote, one of my early mentors. You can tell how much I like him by how much I quote him, right? <laughs> Well, here's what's really interesting. If you're going through life trying to tiptoe safely into the grave like most people are, you're never going to accomplish your goals and dreams, the life that you could have. You'll never live it. And you don't want to go through life with that kind of regret because you do have what it takes inside to win. You just have to be bolder about it because that's the number one secret ingredient to making everything better and faster. It's like the hot sauce, right? You could be sharp, hardworking. You could have all these great attributes. But if you're not bold and there's someone else who has the same attributes or even less skills, less charisma, less personality, less education, less whatever, whatever you have, someone less. But if they're bolder than you, you got to fight on your hands. You better not compete with them one-on-one -on -one in anything because that's dangerous if they're bold. You see, the boldest team is the scariest team. No one wants to play the boldest team. I don't mind playing the best team. I'm less intimidated by playing the best than I am intimidated by playing the boldest because the boldest team could be down. Because in a football game, for example, the boldest team could be down. There could only be minutes left on the clock. But if they're the boldest team, they're going to go for it. They're going to be scrappy. They're going to throw Hail Marys and go for high-risk plays to the last second. You can never count out the boldest team. It's never over until it's over when you're playing the boldest team. You can't sit back and relax. You don't know what they're going to do. Am I right? Why not be on the boldest team? Well, I got good news for you. You actually are on the boldest team. Team B10XB, baby. If you listen to this podcast, you're a part of the boldest team. Every one of us listening to this, we're on the same team. We're B10XB fam, right? We are family. We are brothers and sisters. You see one of your B10XB brothers and sisters out there, you salute them, show them some love. If they listen to this podcast and they're a part of the B10XB movement, you see them rocking any B10XB wear, B10XB wristbands, B10XB hats, shirts, whatever, yo, 
you know that's your fam. So make sure you go up there and say something, salute them, give them some love and be like, yo, what's up? Nice shirt. I see the wristband. You're about that B10XB life. What's up? What's your name? Nice to meet you. I'm about that life too. Why do you think we have a B10XB movement Facebook group? So all you guys can connect and make friends with each other and get to know each other, right? So by the way, if you're not already a part of that group, make sure you go to it. You can just go ahead and search on Facebook, the B10XB movement, or you can just go to B10XB.com forward slash group, B10XB, B10XB.com forward slash group. There's tons of really great training videos inside the unit section. So feel free to check it out because listen, birds of a feather flock together and you're a part of the boldest team. So get to know your B10XB fam. Just make sure you're not in there pitching or doing anything spammy because I don't want to have to kick you out, man. I love you. I want you in there. So be cool. Don't be DMing people trying to sell them stuff or whatever that is, all right? This is a place for all of us to get together, hang out and share B10XB stories. And speaking of B10XB stories, let's get into a couple. Let me share with you exactly what kind of return on investment you can expect when you start being bolder in every area of your life. I'm gonna share with you some pretty cool stories about people who are about that B10XB life or have made bold decisions in their life and what kind of return on investment that they've had. And I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of different examples. So you can start being bolder and understanding what being bold really is. Because number one, a lot of people just have a really bad connotation to the word bold. You know, I think even like in the UK or something, I've heard that like being bold is like, oh, you're being bold. And it almost kind of means like being bad, but that's not what being bold is. Listen, it's important to understand being bold is about taking risks. Being bold is going for it. Being bold is being scrappy. Being bold is being gritty. Being bold is getting out of your comfort zone. Being bold is conquering fear, indecision, and doubt. Being bold is speaking your mind and, and not being afraid to go against the grain and to stand out and to go against social norms. It's doing you. It's being 100% real and being authentic. Now, let me tell you a few things that being bold is not about. Being bold is not about being rude, mean, or reckless. Not at all. Listen, be bold, but not rude. Be bold, but not mean. Be bold, but not reckless. You know, you're not being bold when you're being mean to someone and you're being rude and you're bullying. That is not bold. That is weakness. That is absolute weakness. Picking on people, putting them down, being mean, being rude, being disrespectful. That is not being bold. That's just being a dick. That's just being weak. What is that about? Uplift people, bring them up. How many times do you get on this earth? What kind of impact do you want to have? What do you want to be known as? A bully, someone that was mean and rude and disrespectful? Why? Why play that role? Leave that for someone weaker. Be the person that brings people up and uplifts them and makes them feel good about themselves. You know, one of the greatest pleasures is to make someone else feel good about themselves. You know, I'm not what one would describe in the classic definition as a people pleaser. I don't get walked on and allow other people to take advantage of me and pressure me or guilt me into doing things that I don't want to do. I mean, all of that stuff does just bounces right off of me like I'm Superman. I'm like, seriously, was that guilt that you were just trying to use on me to get me to do that? Like when someone tries to use guilt on me, they just look ridiculous. I'm like, seriously, uh, you're trying to use guilt to influence me? Do you really think that I fall for that? Of course not. I see right through that. Oh, hey, listen, I can see you over here trying to pressure me in here. Yeah, I see what you're doing, boss, but just know that it's not going to actually work on me. 
because I don't believe that you have to put yourself in a bad, uncomfortable position to do something good for someone else. You can actually just make other people feel good for the fun of it and for free. And just because it's one of the greatest feelings ever to give someone the gift of feeling good. Now, I'm not talking about cheesy flattery or anything like that. I'm talking about genuine, heartfelt words and actions. That's being bold, getting out of your comfort zone to walk over to someone to give them a compliment on something that you saw them do or observed or something like that, that maybe for you, it was a little uncomfortable to get out of your comfort zone, but you were bold and you did it. For you, that might be the 10 times bolder move. You see, I'm not here to tell anyone ever what being 10 times bolder must mean for them. Because for you, it's a personal journey. It's a personal experience, right? Everyone has different things that they're afraid of and make them anxious. So for one person, if you were to ask yourself, and that's what the whole B10XB movement is about, whenever you feel fear, anxiety, indecision, or apprehension, you just ask yourself the B10XB pattern interrupt question, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And whatever you do in that moment, you have to do it. And if you don't, it's because you link pain to not being bold. And so what we have to do is we have to rewire your brain by linking pain to not being bold. And the best way to do that, grab a rubber wristband, throw it on your wrist, pull it back and snap it on your wrist every time you don't do the thing that you came up with. And slowly over time, what will happen is your brain will rewire itself and say, oh, it's just painful to not be bold because every time that I come up with an idea to be bold, if I don't do it, it's pain. And it's just an unconscious thing that happens in your brain because we're wired to move towards pleasure and move away from pain. So it's literally a success hack and a mind hack that you can play on yourself that will literally rewire you to be bolder. Now, what ends up happening if you play this game? Well, I'll give you a couple of examples. Me, for instance, one of the 10 times bolder moves I did in my life is when I was building my first business and I was struggling and I was going outside every single day, walking up to total strangers to prospect and to try and turn them into prospects for my business and to have an appointment and to try and sell them what it was that I was selling because I was in a direct sales network marketing company and I was full-time and I was trying to build my business. Now, the fact that I was even in that position was already bold. Because everything that you're happy about, excited about, or grateful for came as a result of a bolder moment. And if you trace back anyone who's successful throughout their life, if you go back in time, what you'll find is that they got to where they are by a series of bold decisions. They were at forks in the road at specific times in their life, and they chose to take the bolder path. Like I look at me today, the things that I do, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a sales trainer. I rock the stage at company events and transform sales forces into 10 times bolder versions of themselves. And I come on stage like a freaking rapper with my best friend who actually is a rapper. And we perform on stage two custom songs that were written based around our brand B10XB and the B10XB movement and the message that I'm going to be delivering on stage. And that's just one of the things that I do for a living. I also own multiple companies ranging from a clothing line, which by the way, is the very gangster and sexy B10XB clothing line. If you haven't checked it out, go to B10XB.com forward slash gear and pick you up some swag. Just take a look at that stuff that I made for you guys. I made it for you, really. I just want you guys to be decked out in the flyest, most comfortable dope gear that is available. So feel free to pop on over there and check it out and support the podcast and support the movement and the show that is supporting you if you so feel inclined to do so. And I have a whole bunch of cool other online businesses and stuff as well that just deliver residual income and are primarily on autopilot. Now, how in the world did I get here? It's crazy. I look at myself, I'm like, holy crap. Sometimes I just think like right now I'm filming this in a specific studio in my house that is also 
extra dope. I can't even believe it. Listen, this is my life right now. I'm painting this picture. Some of you haters right now are like, oh my God, this guy's bragging. And you guys just don't get the picture. What I'm doing right now is I'm painting a vision and a picture. A vision and a picture of where I am today so you can see by contrast where I came from and understand and believe, holy crap, if this guy could do this, then maybe it is possible, especially if he's going to share with me all the secrets on his podcast episodes. And all I have to do is listen and apply. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing with this podcast because that's what I enjoy doing most with my life impacting people and changing their lives. Now, when you look at this life that I live today and I think back on my life and how I got here, I can all trace it back to a series of bolder moments. I can trace it back to the first time someone presented me with a business opportunity and I was a 21-year-old broke college kid and I had to decide between Yes, coming up with this money to join this business that I had never seen before, never done, wasn't qualified. And I think about how I had to come up with a couple of hundred dollars that I really didn't have as a broke college kid to get started in this thing. And I did. Bold decision number one. Bold decision number two came when I had a hundred no's in a row and I had the decision that I had to make. Do I quit or keep going? And I said, you know what? Oh, for a hundred. Let's keep going. That was big, bold decision number two. And then I had to make that decision a couple of other times. Every time I hit another hundred people and I couldn't sell a single freaking person because I was so bad at influence and sales and persuasion. And I thought I was good. Like a lot of people think they're good and they're really not that good. And I was one of those people. I found out real quick by the marketplace that I was not very good at sales, persuasion, and influence. So guess what I did? I said, okay, I could quit because I don't have these skills or I could learn them which was another bold decision. And then I had another fork in the road. When I started doing all this personal development and reading, I was still struggling and I was just not able to put the things from the books together in the marketplace. So although I was getting a little better through time, I wanted to get better faster. So I said, you know what? Let me make another bold decision. And I called my mentor and I asked him if I could move to the city that he goes to on the weekends to hang out and follow him. That was another big, bold decision. And so I broke my lease and I moved to that city. Another bold decision. You see, there's all these different forks in the road that are gonna get you to where you wanna be, but you're not gonna get them if you don't take that first bold move. Now, because of all these different bold decisions and the bold decisions that I made every single day to go talk to this person, which was out of my comfort zone, and to go approach this person, and when someone told me no to buying or joining, I would, instead of just walking away and closing up shop and saying, okay, thanks for your time, I would ask a few bold questions. Someone would say, well, you know, I don't have the money, and instead of just going, oh, okay, sounds good, I would ask a question like, okay, about how far off are you exactly? For all of you in sales and network marketing, when someone says they don't have the money, you just ask, okay, so you're saying you don't have the money. I can appreciate that. Let me just ask you a question about how far off are you exactly? And now they're going to say, well, uh, I'm about however far off they are. And now you're going to get to a place. See, a lot of times someone says, oh, I don't have the money. And we just go, okay, sounds good. Goodbye. But when you just ask a question about how far off are you exactly? And they go, oh, well, I'm actually about $100 off. Or, oh, we're about $5,000 off. If you're selling something higher ticket, like a house or a car, oh, we can't afford it. About how far off are we exactly? What could you afford? Like, what's the distance? What do we have to make up? And now all of a sudden they share with you, oh, well, you know, I'm about this off. And you say, okay, great. So, what can we do to come up with that difference? I mean, did you see value in what we are doing? Yes. Did you actually genuinely want to do it? Yes. If you had the money, would you actually say yes and get started then today if you actually did have it? 
Yes. Okay. So what I'm hearing is if you just had this little bit of money that you're off, you would basically be saying yes and getting started here today. Is that correct? And go, yes. Well, now you actually have the real money objection. You see, before someone just says, oh, I don't have the money. You're like, okay. Now you actually know that they genuinely don't have the money there. I'm getting a little deep on this because this is just a fun topic for me. And I just want to illustrate with you guys how badass I am at objection handling. And I just wanted to share with you something that you've probably never heard from anyone else in your life before, because that technique is a little Caesarism. And if you ever heard anyone else train anything similar, it's because they got it from me. So I just want to go ahead and set the record straight right now, because I know some people have taught this before and kudos to them. I want you guys to teach all the stuff that I do. Just give your boy some credit for it. Know that I am the originator. I'm a writer not a biter. You know what I'm saying? So when you ask that question about how far off are we exactly, if they say, yes, this is the money, this is the difference in the money. Well, then guess what? Then now you actually know that that is the difference maker. Now listen close, because this is very important, whether you're in sales or not. When you ask someone a question like, so if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is if you did have this money, you would be getting started here today. Is that correct? And if they go, well, no, I mean, I still would have to obviously think about it, do this, do that. Well, then guess what? You just found out it's not actually the money. They just use the money as an excuse. But see, before when I was more timid, I wouldn't dig deep and I wouldn't ask these questions. So I wouldn't know what objection to handle. I would just think, oh, everyone's broke. No one has the money. Where in fact, a lot of these people did have the money. And when I would ask a bold question like, are you saying that you don't have this amount of money in your bank account? And they would go, Oh no, I mean, I have that in my bank account. Well, guess what they just told me? Their ego just jumped in and they had to admit that they actually do have the money. Now that was a bold question for me to say, to look at someone and be like, well, are you saying that you don't have that amount of money in your bank account? And now all of a sudden they're like, well, no, I don't have it. Or if they say, well, yeah, no, I don't. And then you can roll into the question I shared earlier. Okay, about how far off are we exactly? Do you see the power of asking a bold, direct question like that saying, are you saying you don't have that in your bank account? And now they actually answer the truth. Or when you ask a direct question like, okay, so you don't have the money. You're saying if you did have the money, you would get started. You see, if they start to waffle and they go, well, no, uh, uh, now, you know, it's not really the money. It's something else. And now you can handle that objection more effectively and actually get down to the real problem. And that's the same thing that you can do in relationships. If you're just direct and you ask bold questions, you can actually get to the root of the problem and then you can start to fix it or address it properly. Now, back in the day when I was building my business and I was going out there, I wasn't bold enough in my prospecting, in my presenting and in my closing. So what ended up happening is I was spinning my wheels a whole lot. Now, a lot of people, they ask, they go, well, Caesar, what's the ROI of being bold? You know, I remember this one time where one of my good friends, Josh Harkis, came over to my house. Now, I love this dude to death, and he is such a stud. He's actually one of the models for the B10XB clothing line on our website currently. He is just a super sharp, super fun, like one of the coolest dudes anyone will ever meet. And this dude and I are homies. And because he's a business guy, he said, what kind of return can I expect when I start being 10 times bolder? Like, what's the return? Like, he's like, am I going to like get 10 times the results if I'm 10 times bolder? And I told him, no, that's actually the best part about being 10 times bolder. The return on being 10 times bolder is exponential. And then to prove my point, I asked him one of my favorite questions to ask someone, and feel free to ask anyone else this when they ask you about B10XB. I just said to him, I said, listen, everything that you're happy about, excited about, or grateful for came as a result of a bolder moment. Wouldn't you agree? Think about it. 
And I said, there was a fork in the road and you had the decision to take the weaker path or the bolder path. And if it's something you're happy about, excited about, or grateful for, it came as a result of you taking the bolder path. And I said to Josh, Josh, just think of something that you're grateful for. Like what's something that you're excited about, happy about, or grateful for? And then the smile came over his face and he said, you know what? I'm kind of glad that I'm an entrepreneur. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this life that I live, the businesses I have. And I said, perfect. Now, Josh, think to a time when you were not an entrepreneur. How were you living? I mean, there was a fork in the road where you had to take the bolder path to be an entrepreneur, right? And he said, oh my God. And I said, what? And he was like, bro, before I made that decision, I was basically at the poverty level. He said, I was making $16,000 a year as an independent contractor and having to pay taxes on that. And I lived with a whole bunch of dudes because I didn't make enough money to actually be able to live on my own. And at one point, I didn't even have a car. And I said, and then you made that bold decision to be an entrepreneur and then you started your first business and it did this. And I kind of know the history of his business, right? He went from making $16,000 a year as an independent contractor. Like he was working a job. He said they found some loophole in the system and they kind of like tricked him on the pay. Like he thought it was a job, but then they paid him differently. So anyways, he was basically super broke. And I know he went from there to because of some of the decisions that he made, some of the bolder decisions he made on that path, one bold decision after another, after another, he went from there to making $1.5 million a year. So I know this dude's story and what he ended up doing. And one day I may dedicate an entire episode to some of the bolder things that he did because he's just such a badass and such a cool dude. But one of the things that was interesting is what came out of his mouth is he said, dude, at one point I didn't even have a car. And now there's a $100,000 Tesla in your driveway. And he said, holy crap, dude, being 10 times bolder doesn't get you 10 times the return. It could get you 100,000 times the return. And I said, that's exactly right. You see, in life, a lot of times we think we have to be better. We have to be better, right? I had one person say, well, yeah, B10XB kind of reminds me of like, not just be 10 times bolder, but to be 10 times better. I said, that's not entirely accurate because in a situation, you don't actually know how to be 10 times better. Like if you knew how to be 10 times better, you'd just be 10 times better, right? If you knew how to do something 10 times better, you'd just do it 10 times better, right? You see, if you were to ask yourself a question like, what would I do if I was 10 times better? You don't actually know, right? Because if you knew, you'd be doing it. Like, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times better? Well, I would sink 50 free throws in a row if I was 10 times better. So I'm going to go do that. Well, just because you ask yourself that question, you're not going to have a magical power that's going to allow you to be 10 times better and do that actual thing that you thought of. But if you were to ask yourself, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? You're going to have an answer. And whatever answer your brain comes up with, it's going to be something that you can actually do. You could actually go approach that stranger that you're thinking about talking to and you'd like to get to know better, but you're kind of scared. You see, it's something you could actually do. You could actually start a business about something that you're passionate about. And it's actually possible to do the idea that you come up with when you ask yourself that question. And the amount of the return on the investment that you can get is so huge and so exponential compared to the bold decision that you actually made. I mean, think about it. I spent a couple of hundred dollars to start in a business that led to me making millions 
that one little bold move, and then all of the ones after it. So the return on investment, when you commit to this movement and you commit to being a 10 times bolder version of yourself and asking yourself that question every single day, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? The return on that for you is exponential. And I want you to experience that because there are two major pains in life, the pain of discipline and the pain of regret which is another beautiful gem of wisdom from the late, great Jim Rohn. Now that you can understand and appreciate the potential exponential return on being 10 times bolder in your life, let me share with you a couple of ways that you can start to do it so that you can start to flex that muscle because that's all it is, is it's just a muscle. Right now, if you're walking around timid, weak, and afraid, and anxious all of the time, and constantly worried about what other people think, and you're going through life being pushed around and taken advantage of, and you're being walked on and unappreciated, let me share with you something. You were not born to be weak, timid, or afraid. You were born to be a conqueror and a seizer of opportunities. Someone who seizes opportunities and goes for it. That's what you were born to be, but you have through socialization and well-meaning friends, family, and neighbors been conditioned otherwise and programmed for failure. So let me just give you a couple of ideas of things that you can start doing now and today to start being bolder in your everyday life and situations. Maybe if you're in business and you're in some type of sales or network marketing type of company, maybe it means prospecting people outside of your comfort zone, talking to people that maybe you're a little intimidated of, maybe talking to people who are older than you or look sharper than you. Maybe that's what being 10 times bolder means for you. Maybe for you, prospecting isn't your situation, but maybe you're a little timid or weak on closing and you need to be 10 times bolder more in closing and asking tougher questions. Now, don't forget, being bold never means being rude or mean, but maybe it just means asking a couple more questions when the person says no to try to uncover the real objection. Maybe being 10 times bolder for you right now means making what is known as a chicken list. Now, a chicken list, for those of you that don't know, it's the list of all the people that you are too chicken to call. And then realizing that you're not a chicken and you're a part of the B10XB movement and then calling all of those people with boldness and posture and talking to them about your product, service, or opportunity. Maybe that's the bold thing that you need to go out there and do right now. Maybe it's reaching out to someone and asking them to mentor you or test driving your dream car or going through your dream neighborhood and looking at the houses and visualizing yourself. Maybe that's the bold thing that you need to do. You see, I'm not here to give you the answers and to tell you what being 10 times bolder means for you because for everyone it's different. I'm just challenging you right now to ask yourself in your business or in your professional life or in your finances to ask, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? Think about it. Ask yourself that question, and then whatever you come up with, make a list of all the things that you come up with that you would do if you were 10 times bolder, and knock them off the list, baby. Mm, dang, I'm just saying right now, if I had a team, if you're in network marketing, or you're in any type of sales, or you have any type of network marketing company, and you don't have your whole organization listen to this episode right here, you are missing the boat. Oh my goodness, if a podcast like this existed when I had a sales force back in the day and I was building shoot, I'd have my whole team listen to this episode right here. I'm just saying, I'm just keeping it 100 right now. Now let's shift from business real quick and talk about being 10 times bolder in your social life. Maybe for you, it's getting out of your comfort zone and making more friends. Maybe for you, it's going up there and talking to more people you don't know so that you can get to know them and see if maybe they're your next best friend. You literally never know where your next best friend is going to come from. 
And for some of you, that's why you don't have more friends and better relationships because you're not putting yourself out there enough and you're not letting people have the opportunity and the pleasure of meeting and getting to know you. I mean, what an interesting person you are. Look at yourself right now. You're listening to this. You're listening to personal development. You're investing in yourself. You're about something. You're about growing. You're going places. Someone with a good head on their shoulders that's committed to personal growth and committed to being bolder. Man, who wouldn't want to get to know you? What a lucky day for that person that you approach. Isn't that a lot different than looking at it like, I hope they like me? No, how about lucky them that you chose them and you decided to walk up over to them? How about that for a perspective shift? You're welcome. That happens to be one of my gifts, by the way, if you haven't noticed. You see, we all have these different areas of genius. One of my areas of genius that I'm so grateful for is that I have an eye that allows me to see different perspectives of the same picture. Like for example, have you ever seen those pictures that are actually two things? Like if you put the picture up on the wall and I was to ask you, I said, what do you see? And you say, oh, I see a vase. And then you ask me and I say, I see a vase and two people kissing. And you go, what are you talking about? You see two people kissing? And I go, yeah, absolutely. Do you not see both? Yeah, it's completely both. Now look, right there, that's the nose. That's the tip of the nose. That's the lips. That's the forehead. Do you see? And all of a sudden you go, wow, I never looked at it like that. And I just think to myself, yeah, that's totally normal. Most people only just see that one perspective. I just happen to have a gift where I see the entire picture and can literally point out to people so that they could have the benefit of multiple perspectives so that they could really and truly appreciate what is in front of them or what's going on in their lives. And I just happen to be a guy that enjoys using that gift to help people to create breakthroughs in their lives and to eliminate self-limiting beliefs so that they could unlock different experiences in their lives and do things that they didn't think were possible. Okay, so let's get back to a couple other things that you might do in your social life that might be bold. Well, if you're single, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder? Well, ask yourself that question when you're out and about. Maybe it might mean going up and talking to someone again that might be out of your comfort zone or someone that you might think is out of your league. Or maybe being 10 times bolder for you is dating less and focusing on getting yourself right more and doing more personal development. Maybe that's the 10 times bolder thing you need to do in your social life. Maybe if you're single, the 10 times bolder thing that you come up with is, you know what? I need to actually stop dating as much and I need to go ahead and seclude my myself and focus on doing personal development and building myself and growing me and not worrying so much about having to feel like I have to be with someone. You see, maybe that's the 10 times bolder thing that you come up with. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm just here to tell you the question to ask and then to listen to yourself and whatever you come up with. In a lot of situations, if it scares you, that's exactly the thing that you need to do. Maybe if you're single, the thing that you come up with when you ask yourself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder right now? Maybe that means buying your plane ticket to visit someone that you have a crush on so that you can get to know them a little bit better and see if you're compatible at all. I know me personally, the relationship that I was in for seven years started with a young lady in Canada flying out to see me when I happened to be in California at this Tony Robbins event and staying at this resort afterwards. And I said, why don't you fly down and visit me since I'm gonna be on the same coast as you? Cause I was in California and she was in the Vancouver area. And she was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And she bought a plane ticket to come out and visit me. And she didn't even tell anyone about it because she didn't want anyone to go, you are going out and visiting this guy that you only saw one 
time briefly and you've just talked to him over the phone and then Skype and now you're going to fly to the States to visit him at a resort all by yourself. She didn't even want to get that crap from anyone. So she just stepped up and she flew out and that bold decision started a relationship that lasted for seven years. And even to this day, although we're not still together, we're still incredible friends. Now imagine if she didn't make that decision and we never got a chance to spend that one-on-one time to really find out if what we were feeling was real. What if she had talked to one of her friends or her mom and they started to talk her out of it and that got in her head and she never ended up coming? Man, what a game changer. How different things would have been. And we're both super grateful for that bolder moment and the bolder moment when I said, hey, why don't you just fly down and visit me here and just pack all your stuff because I have a feeling you're probably not going to leave. And she didn't leave for seven years. Bold decision for me to go ahead and say that. So for some of you, the bold thing that you may come up with may be something just like that, where you hop on a plane and go visit someone or you go on a vacation or you do something like that. Again, I'm not here to tell you what it is. I'm just here to challenge you to ask the question and to be true to yourself and see what happens because the return on the bold decisions you make in your life will absolutely change your life. Now, there are so many other areas that you can be bold in in your life. You can be bold in your body and you can be bold in fitness. And for one person, it may be getting a gym membership. For one person, it may be signing up to compete in a bodybuilding competition. For another person, it might be signing up for a 5K or a marathon. Again, just ask yourself the question in your fitness, in your health, in your body, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? For someone else, they might say, I would hire a nutrition coach. Again, ask yourself that question in multiple areas of life and whatever you come up with, just do it and watch what happens. Watch the joy that you experience when you join a new rec league for your favorite sport that you haven't played in years, or you attempt to do something that you didn't think that you could do, and then you do it. The return on investment that you will get will be exponential to the decision that you make, the confidence that you will gain, the strength that you will develop, and the person that you become in the process will be so priceless that when you look back at your life five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, and you start to trace it back and you start to realize like I and so many others have that everything that they're happy about, excited about and grateful for came as a result of a bolder moment and a series of bolder moments that they made on their journey. When you look back on your life five, 10 or 20 years from now and you realize that the life that you're living were from questions that I asked you on this episode in this one question, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder. When you look back on your life, you'll realize that today was the start of the rest of your life. And with all that being said, I just want to close out saying that I am so happy, excited, and grateful for the fact that you allowed me to sow into you by listening to this entire episode So I appreciate your time. I'm grateful for it because one of my biggest desires in life is to one day appear in your testimonial. Nothing makes me happier than the thought of playing a small role in the person that you will eventually 
become and you going, Cesar Rodriguez, that man changed my life. He gave me some ideas. He challenged me to ask some questions. I was a part of a movement that he started to be 10 times bolder. And because I liked his ideas and what he said so much, I listened to every single episode that guy put out. And I got these ideas and inspiration and motivation and these techniques and methods and concepts that literally rewired my brain and allowed me to become the person that I am today. So that guy, Cesar Rodriguez, is my dude and I'm grateful for him. Just the same way I am grateful for you for being a part of the B10XB movement. In fact, I'm so grateful for you that if you don't already have a B10XB wristband and you've listened to this far in this episode, I will literally send you one for free. Just shoot me over your address and just go to b10xb.com forward slash free band, all is one word for free band, like a wristband, pop in your name, address, and other information on that page. And I will literally send you one for free on the house. The only thing I ask, because I have no idea where you live in the world is just cover the shipping, just pay for the shipping. And I will literally send you a B10XB wristband. So that way you could stare at that glorious, magnificent, sexy wristband on your wrist that has the iconic B10XB logo on it so that you see it every day and have the reminder to be 10 times bolder in every area of your life. And if you're ever not, you can just pull back on that wristband and snap it on your wrist and link pain to not being bold. So that is my free gift to you for listening to this entire episode and being a part of the B10XB movement. I appreciate your time. Hopefully you got a ton of value from this episode. And if so, please feel free to let me know. If you haven't already left us a five-star rating and a review, drop a review and let me know what you think of this episode and show. And let me know if you're grateful for it and how much value you're getting out of it and what some of your biggest takeaways are, what you like most about it. I would absolutely love to read that. That type of stuff just fires me up like nothing else. And I appreciate it so much. And if you want to connect with me personally, feel free to reach out on Facebook or on Instagram. I am primarily on Instagram. Send me a DM. Just type in my name at Cesar L. Rodriguez in the search box. Just spell it right. Look for the one with the blue check. Follow me up. Send me a little DM and a message and just say what's up and let me know that you're digging the show. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story. I want to know what you thought. And let me know what you like best about this show and this episode. Let me know if you had any breakthroughs. I would absolutely love to connect with you and hear your story. Just let me know in your initial message that you listened to this show so that I know that you are a part of the B10XB movement and that you are B10XB family. That will separate you from all the other messages that I get in my inbox. And I will be sure to prioritize you, show some love, and say what's up back. So that is our episode for today. Hope you had a great time and I will see you on the next episode.